in case you're you're in case you're wondering about the kids, uh, they will be back in time for the baptism. So if you're worried about that, for them to be able to come back, they're going to be t- back just in time for that. So if you're wondering about the time frame of everything. Uh, well, welcome again. Again, my name is Jay. Uh, thanks for being here this morning. Um, like I said before, this is our Thanksgiving celebration, and we do that through song, which we've already done a little bit of this morning. We'll do a little bit more, and we do it through story. And um, so we have two people come in to just share a, a bit of a story uh, from their life, what God has been teaching them, and um, both of them are kind of actively in the midst of that story. So they're a little bit of a, uh, some loose threads, and, and we're okay with that because God's okay with that. We're all works in progress. So uh, the first guy coming up is uh, my friend Kevin Gaman. So come on over, Kevin. And uh, I've just I've had the privilege of uh, getting to know Kevin uh, this past year, and this is like the year one year anniversary, right? Yep. Of being here, so yep. it's been a wild year. You've had a lot going on. <laughs> so I'll let him uh, just uh, explain what God's been teaching them. Uh, uh, but it's great to have you here. Thanks for sharing. It. <laughs> Thanks, Lindsay. Um, hi, guys. <laughs> Um, first, let me apologize. I'm feeling kind of sick, so I might have to hear my sniffing. And uh, I'm glad we have a mic stand so I don't pass my germs off to the next person. Um, so my story is a little multifactorial. Uh, my fiance Kate, is not here today. Uh, she has to work. Um, she's a great nurse, and uh, she can't be here today. But I'll be speaking on both of our behalves. Uh, about one year ago, um, we actually attended our first uh, service here at uh, Cold Debate Church, um, and it was also a baptism service. Um, and Kate and I were in a really difficult point in our lives. Um, she's been suffering from depression for a while, and it had just come to such a head at that moment um, that we were feeling really lost and feeling really alone with God. Um, we kind of felt like he wasn't with us. We felt like uh, the trial he was putting before us might not have been, even have been from him. Um, but I'm here to say that um, those thoughts weren't really true. Those thoughts were lies. Um, but the truth was that he was with us the entire time. Uh, excuse me. Uh, she actually had to move back home for a little bit um, just to be able to kind of recuperate and uh, let God really work through those moments. Um, but in those moments, we had to rely so much on God and so much on um, these people actually in this church too. Um, Jay really took me in and um, uh, brought me into his Cultivate community, and um, I got to see a lot of how God was working in other people's lives there. Um, so fast forward a year later, um, and Kate's had so much healing. Um, she's been able to move back here. Um, she's been able to get a job right across the street from where I go to school, um, which is a really big blessing for, for me. I get to see her a lot and eat lunch with her. Um, but the healing that he was able to do um, through those trials um, really showed us a lot about who he is. Um, it taught me that God isn't here just to continually... Um, give me what I desire and fill me with the blessings that I think I deserve or the blessings that I think um, are abundant. Um, But he blesses abundantly in different ways. Um, And sometimes he does that through really hard things. Uh, Right now I'm in medical school, which is, which is really hard. It, it it takes a lot of time out of the day. Um, So I, I don't get to spend the time with Kate that I want to. I don't get to spend the time with this family that I want to. And uh, most importantly, the time with God that I want to. Um, And sometimes there've been some moments that are confusing because I feel like God has called me to be in the school, um, but I don't get to spend the same amount of time with him that I would like to. Um, but I know he's a relational God, so sometimes those thoughts don't make sense. And like Jay was saying before, I don't have a really pretty bow to tie around this. Um, 
but I know that God is still with me and he's still teaching me. Um, and through the trials that Kate and I endured, um, I've been able to trust him a lot through this. Um, so though I don't have all the answers, um, I definitely know that he's, um, he's pursuing me and he's calling me to pursue him. And that's what's most important. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> Uh, like Kevin, I've, I'm, I've known Andrew a lot longer. Um, he's been like a brother to me. No. <laughs> um, and uh, he's going to share just what God's been teaching him through the process of Levi's arrival and um, un- the unexpectedness of when that all occurred and, and how God's been using it. I think a lot like Kevin's story, this is a, you know, there's some loose ends to, to this as well. Um, and just, I mean, as I said before, that God's okay with us having loose ends because that's how we should come to him. We don't come to him all cleaned up and perfect with our, our lives taken care of and every answer, uh, you know, every question answered. We come to him as we are, and Jesus does the cleaning. And so um, I love that about us, that uh, we get to be that way with one another just as we're that way with God. And so Andrew's really great at that. So <laughs> I've learned a lot from him, so I'm going to have him too. Good morning. Um, for those of you who don't know, I'll kind of give a little backstory on what happened and then just kind of talk about what uh, Joe and I have been learning through this process. But um, my wife, Johanna, was uh, due to have our second child on December 14th, and he decided to come on October 18th, um, so a couple months early. And she had some complications um, that actually a couple hundred years ago she probably wouldn't have made it. Um, so it was a pretty scary event. Um, it was a guaranteed C-section at one point, and I was supposed to be in the room and get to see it happen, and you kind of change your expectations from a normal birth and everything. Um, and it turned into an emergency situation where um, I got a text, barely walked in, got scrubs on, and the baby was out in 20 minutes. So um, God really, part of my story, and Jay knows it, is just um, we all have a tendency in our flesh to want to do things on our own and control something that I struggle with. And I think what God was teaching me through that time was really just to trust in him 100% because it turned into me witnessing my child coming out to 20 people rushing her into an OR room and leaving me in a chair in the hallway by myself with no family there or anything. Nobody got there in time. So um, one of the cool things I think that uh, Johanna mentioned was just just seeing God work through his people, through our community. Um, The only thing I could really do in that moment was besides bawling my eyes out, was texting everybody I know, just just pray for our son and pray for, for uh, Johanna. And um, everybody <laughs> just was responding uh, so bountifully. Um, and sorry if I lose it. It's not a happy memory at this, at this time. It will be next year. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so we I had a couple notes here from Johanna, too, so I'll just make sure I'm touching on everything. But, um, Again, just working through God's people, um, one of the things that we noticed, too, is people just encouraging us with um, just encouraging words from God's word. Um, a verse that actually Jay shared with us uh, when uh, Levi was going through his first couple, his first week, he actually had a lot of breathing issues and was put on a ventilator. Again, not something you expect to see your newborn child hooked up to a whole bunch of gear. Um, but just how God's word can really work um, to change your heart and calm you. Uh, this was a really powerful verse for Johanna. It was uh, Job 33.4. The Spirit of God has made me. The breath of the Almighty gives me life. Very simple uh, verse, but again, just reminding uh, us that God's got him. 
um, that God's in control, he's a blessing from the Lord for us, um, and that he can be trusted um, with Levi's life. So um, learning through that. Um, another uh, powerful image for Johanna was um, just in the first couple weeks, we couldn't hold him. He was inside of a, a NICU hot box. And uh, so just, just the image for Johanna of picturing Jesus wrapping his, his arms around him um, since we couldn't do it at that time was really powerful for her too. Um, other things too, you, you know, you go through all of this and you think, was well, there any, you know, any benefits to it? And, and really, um, God really worked on uh, Charlotte's heart, our two-year-old daughter who just actually, he, and for context, um, Levi actually came home yesterday, or uh, on, on Black Friday. Um, so praise the Lord for that. Um, which is awesome. Um, and now it's crazy at our house. Um, but our two-year-old daughter, Charlotte, wasn't able to meet him the whole time in the NICU. She's uh, under age three. They're not allowed in. So through videos and pictures and everything, she really was able to be excited about him coming home. And top moment of my life right now, Charlotte meeting Levi was incredible. Um, but just the grace that he worked through her to be okay with all the changes. We were moving rooms, and she had to go into a big girl room through all this transition and never even meet him. And she's been phenomenal through the whole thing. So we've really just seen um, God in control of this whole situation, even though we weren't, um, and being able to lean and trust on him and reach out to you guys for support through meals. Um, there's all kinds of other things, too. Uh, we had a hospital bill show up one day, and the next day I got a bonus check for a referral for a student loan I didn't even know about that was the exact dollar amount that paid for it. Um, through this, too, Johanna's been out on, for two months, and we haven't gotten a single dime from the state of New Jersey yet for the short-term disability we're supposed to have. So things like that, again, really, really impactful to see God work, work it out through our finances, through you guys providing meals. Um, and, again, we really appreciate everyone's prayers, and what a blessing to have them home. So thanks for letting me share. doing? Good? You excited? Okay. Um, well, while the, while the guys make their way up here to, to get ready, um, just wanted to say a couple things about baptism. Uh, it's a, obviously a really special celebration for us in time uh, that we get to uh, celebrate new life and the work of God in, in the lives of, of three individual people. But at the same time, this is a family celebration too because, um, because we're given a new identity. We go from enemies of God to children of God, dearly loved uh, sons and daughters. Uh, and that means that we're baptized into his family as well, which means we get new brothers and sisters as well. And so um, if, you're, if you've been baptized into Christ, if you're part of his family, then you get to celebrate this morning not just as a spectator, but as a brother, as a sister of those that are getting baptized. And what baptism is, and the reason why I'm standing here in a, in a big pool of water, is that baptism is a celebration of both our death and our life. Um, so when, when Jesus was on earth, he said, I have to go to the cross and die for the sins of the entire world. And it was, it was those sins, it was the sin of our, our heart and our disposition to try to do life apart from God and, and outside of his care, not wanting him as a good dad, as a good leader, wanting to go our own way and be our own God, and that sin needed to be atoned for. 
And there was a price to that because God promised that if we walked away from the giver of life, that we would get the opposite of life, which is death. And, and that became true. And generation after generation of people have experienced things like sickness and death and war and turmoil and strife because of us walking away from our good creator. But it wasn't that God wasn't okay with that. He, he, he wanted to continue to pursue after us. And generation after generation, he came after us until finally he sent his one and only son, the son who never rebelled against the father into the world, who lived a perfect life on our behalf. And when he did that, he, he went to the cross as a perfect lamb, as a substitute for our sin, saying they will not go, they, they, will not, they do not want to endure, and they cannot endure the punishment and that will lead them to life. But I will go, and I will do that for them. And so he did that, and, and on the cross he was crucified and suffered and died for our sin to, to, to pay the price of our rebellion against God. And what that did was that those that accept that payment on their behalf for our sin, we get the, the, our hearts cleansed from the inside out. We get to be new people. And what that does is it clears the way for God himself to come in and live inside of us, to have a new identity according to him. So we go from his enemies to his kids. We go from wanting to rule our lives to being under his authority and, and listening to, to his voice rather than our own. And we go from trying to live out this life in our own strength to living it out with the very power of God that leads us to new life each and every day. And so we get a new identity. And so just as Jesus rose from the dead on the third day, we believe we too have risen from the dead according to what he said. And, and that life that we've received in him goes on for eternity. We get an eternal new life. I mean, it's such a gift, right? I mean, those of you who have been through this process before, or even have been here before, just reflecting on that, that should be such good news to us every time we hear it, that God did not hold our sins against us, but he forgave them and gave up what was most precious to him so that we could have what's most precious, which is life with him. Such a good, good gift. And so we're going to celebrate that with, with three people today that are, are being baptized. And so the reason I'm in a pool of water is because that symbolizes... Our death to our old life, when we go down into the water, that's our old life apart from him and under our own self-rule. And then when we come up out of the water, that old life is gone forever. God no longer looks on us uh, according to our sin. He sees his perfect son when he looks at us. And so that means that from, from this day forward, God actually views us through the perfect lens of his son which means that he loves us dearly. That's how we know forever that God loves us and will never forsake us because of what he's done. And so when we come up out of the water, that's our new life, and we're baptized into the name of the Father because he becomes our new dad and we become his kids. And we're baptized into the name of the Son because he becomes our Lord and our teacher, and we now submit our lives to him. And we're baptized into the name of the Spirit because he comes and lives inside of us and gives us new life.